Sunday, Paul. We're back after a nice week off. My name is Anthony. I'm here as always with my cousin Ant. It is the eve of his wedding day, number one, out of not because he's going to get married multiple times, but because there's going to be multiple weddings because of this whole thing with COVID. And so we have like a little thing tomorrow and then not a little thing, but a nice thing tomorrow. And then next year it's going to be we're going to run it back, take two. You know, big, bigger one, dancing, all that kind of shit. So, eh, let's bring you in. How the fuck you doing? How you feeling on the eve of your wedding? And, uh, of course, what are you drinking? I'm feeling fantastic, I got to say. Um, well, not to get off track with the wedding right away, but there's important matters at hand. The Islanders yes. are in overtime, and I only break this drink out during desperate times. You know what I mean? Desperate measures. But I brought okay. out the devil's six. the devil's cut because we need a goal, we need, we need a win a here, and devil's yeah. cut has been known on a on an occasion or two to come through. Yeah, so I'm, no, I'm just I'm trying to exercise all the demons here, all the past luck. playoff failures, just get a goal, and uh, you know try and enjoy the wedding coming up without uh, you know game seven in the. Uh, you don't want it looming over your head. No, not at all. Right. No, and I apologize for the mashup music. That was the most preparation I did. I was like, when do I bring in White Wedding on the queue? And uh, it was not very good, but very amateur. Oh, no, <laughs> no, that was great, actually, the Billy Idol. The, the first song, you know, the going to the chapel song, eh? but then when the Billy Idol, I'm a huge Billy Idol guy, especially with, <laughs> especially with weddings. Billy, Billy Idol's a good, uh, good guy to have, crank, to have the DJ crank up. Well, because a wedding singer, right? Yeah, well, that and he's just, he got a, he's got a few good songs. You know what I mean? Moni Moni, that's him, right? You're a Moni Moni guy. Yeah, it's okay song. Is that the song yeah. I'm thinking of? I don't know. It's Billy. If it's I don't even know if that's him or not. But I'm Rebel like, Yell is that not guys? That's him. No, Rebel Yell is him. Yeah, yeah, that's the song I was thinking of. Not Moni Moni. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew like bringing uh, going to the chapel is like cheesy. I was like, I can't just do that. That's like. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're equal opportunity here, but that's some chick shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't do that. So I was like, I got to spruce it up and bring, you know, bring in some punk. Oh, at least yeah. My, yeah, I couldn't just do. And there's a Sinatra song I was mulling over, but I couldn't fit. I mean, you can't fit uh, Which, six pounds of shit into a three pound bag. You know? Right. Which Sinatra song? It's uh, I'm Getting Married in the Morning. Oh, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've heard it, but. Yeah, it's it's on uh, the Live of the Sands album. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's okay. It's not like uh, not one of the best. Okay, it's just a it's just a wedding song. That's all. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. So yeah, here we go. We had, we had a little. You know, it's weird. I gotta be honest with you, Aunt. Mm. Again, weird. Don't fucking say weird, man. <laughs> if you if you hear a professional, and I've heard people say this on the fan million times. I'm not gonna point na- uh, point fingers or name names. But everybody's like, oh, well, it's everybody's kind of go-to, fade-away thing. Like, yeah, it's just a weird year. Like, that is so unprofessional. Just fucking be an original, man. Just fucking say something original. Well, everybody fucking knows it's a weird year. I've talked about it before. It fucking pisses me off. 
but uh here I am saying it again but uh <laughs> in 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 these it's it's not not normal obviously that's not very original either but <laughs> it's I'll be honest with you the build up to the wedding usually there's a little more build up right right and it's I like mean the person, season kind of you know what? It's, it's a perfect analogy because that way I don't, I don't feel guilty. If I tell you, if I tell you it's like the football season, I don't feel guilty that I'm like bringing you down because I don't want to do that. But yeah, it's exactly like that. If here we are the night before, and two days ago, I back in my mind I knew you're getting married, but it's not the same uh, anticipation of a regular wedding just because of the circumstances that surrounds it. Uh, but tonight we got together, we had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's fucking get married, let's go, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> So uh, I, I don't know if you're feeling the same thing. I'm sure it's for you. It's a lot different because you, you know, you get all the questions, you're getting all the preparation uh, thrown at you, and all that kind of shit. So I don't know if it's it's probably not quite the same for you because you're dealing with all the just bullshit that deals, you know, with planning a wedding. No, I've, he, I've realized that it's a lot more enjoyable being on the other side. <laughs> the good news especially, is, you get to, yeah, especially when you're not in the wedding party and you could just show up. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that's the way to do a wedding, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can't wait for it to be over, then. So you're you're on right. Your, I'm looking. I'm looking to forward it. to you know go going away after the wedding, getting away. <laughs> that's that's what I'm. That's my uh, eye on the prize. <laughs> but like, like I was about to say, the good news is you get to rewind and do it all over again next year. Right. The great news, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we will. We'll be having the renewal of vows. I guess it's going to be. Uh, hmm. Which is going to masquerade as a wedding, or I guess it, it'll be a wedding disguise as a as a renewal of vows. I, I don't know. Around? It's really know. you guys have a year to figure it out. So yeah, good luck with still... the wording. Good luck with the wording there. If you need anybody to run copy, just let me know. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to call it, but you know, we have a few working titles. All right, let's do a quick drink. And it's uh, I guess at the eve of. Let's, I'm going to pour a little of my rye here. The rye, the Ciroc. Do... What's it called? Yeah, I gotta polish it off tonight. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's to, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. We got a nice face off in the Islander zone. And good luck tomorrow. All right, I'll try. Uh, we'll uh, I don't know. We'll do what we can to make it, you know, as good as possible. Yeah, special. I think I think what I'm gonna do is because I don't know if anyone else is doing it. So I think we get a hotel out there tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Just so I can, you know, uh, not to worry about. Any kind of aftermath, driving home, taking Uber back to a hotel. Mm-hmm. There's one right down the street. That way we could do a, we could kind of do it right. And I don't have to be worried about it. I don't have to be kind of staying at the my, Madison Motel or whatever it's called. There's a Comfort Inn. I don't know. Ooh, uh, Comfort the, Inn. The They'll street. leave the light on for you. That's Red Roof Inn. Oh, all right. I took a shot. I'm, I'm sure if you ask them, I don't know. Do you think Comfort Inn doesn't leave it on for you because it's Red Roof's thing? If I call them up and be like, they <laughs> might if cancel like, your reservation. Yeah, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> we'll leave the light on in the dumpster for you. How about that? Yeah. All right, here's to you, Aunt. Cheers. Good All luck. right, perfect. Nothing came out of the uh, face off in the zone. No, unbelievable. Man, the fucking call they gave up, you know? Yeah, they're give out, away, give away the blue line. They're outscoring them. I mean, outscoring them. Out shooting them three to one, which always ner- you know makes me nervous. Whenever I see a team. Out shooting another team by a million, and the you know obviously the, the the you know score is tied or whatever. I always assume they're going to lose. Yeah, it just feels like the team with less shots is kind of gritting the whole game out. They're grinding, Stop, right? Yeah, stopping stopping tough shots. 
just getting in the way of everything, frustrating the other team, and kind of and chipping away until they find uh, a crack in a crack in the defense. Right. Hanging around like yeah. KGB, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Kids got alligator blood. Yeah, exactly. The Flyers right now have alligator blood. We got to yeah. put them away. I don't need any Mike McDermott's on uh, the opposing team in the NHL playoffs. <laughs> you know, this this whole thing, man, is like your whole plan was perfect, right? You had – it's like, oh, all right, last weekend of August, first week of September, how do you want to look at it? And uh, I guess it's really the first week of September because it's – we're already in September. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. So it's like the first week in September, right before football – Baseball season is winding down. Mm-hmm. Like, that's perfect. Nothing important is going to be happening around now. And now here you are in the, in the midst of the <laughs> NHL playoffs, in the midst of the NBA playoffs. Right. Baseball, baseball pennant races and trade deadline. I mean, just passable. Like, it's, uh, it's all heating up in, in, more, in a more serious way than you could ever imagine at this point of the year because of the expanded playoffs. And uh, now, now you know you have a wedding. You're going away. It's uh, it kind of it fucked your whole plans up. Yeah, well, it's not too bad because the baseball season is still kind of aligned the way it would be. Yeah, my my I, my, well, my one rule was I'm not getting married in October. Of course, which yeah, if, I mean, yeah. which watching the way the Yankees are playing may not even be an issue this year. But <laughs> right, but you can't do. You're not a Mets fan. You can't play. No, no, no. Of yeah. course not. Losers yeah. mentality. Losers right. mentality. Obviously, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that I mean, the, the way the seasons are aligned, obviously, it's in the midst of everything going on. The football season will be starting when I'm away, but I, I still, I still swear by getting married. Uh, you know, end of August, early September, kind of uh, before before the holiday rush. You know, yeah, Octo- I, yeah. I just yeah. feel like too much going on the last three months of the year. This is like the perfect, the perfect uh, time to do it. Yeah, I guess there's probably some time. Well, see, July, I feel like it's just too hot. Ugh, and early yeah. early August is too hot because you yeah you can fi- you can figure like after March Madness it's re- you kind of opens up a little bit but I mean not after March Madness after like the NBA playoffs so after yeah March Madness is you can't get married in March either I got told in March <laughs> no, not, no, no, no chance and then and then like and then you have the NBA playoffs NHL playoffs so that takes you like through mid June. And but just end of June through beginning of August is too hot, and then once once the NFL starts up, you're fucked. So yeah, yeah. Uh, with with NFL and and um, baseball playoffs, Jesus, knocking <sighs> at the goddamn door in the crease there. Goddamn. I'm glad I'm glad we're kind of we're we're kind of close on. Uh, there's no real delay because that was when you did that <laughs> quick inhale. So hyperventilation, yeah. Fucking that, under that, lift the puck. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. we love. We're a big Anders Lee podcast here. Well, oh, yeah, big. this playoffs. Yeah, he has, but I can't say anything wrong about him. Can't say I anything. Love he's he's uh, Anders Lee is like. Oh wait, I always get confused who I saw in person in Bridgeport. It's either him or Zizekas. I think it was Zizekas. Probably Zizekas. Yeah, it wasn't Lee. But uh, yeah, this is probably seven years ago. I saw him there. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But yeah, it's only Islander I've seen in person play that I can remember. So yeah. I don't know from that night. I mean, I saw one Sound Tiger game. I was actually talking to Mikey Holiday, friend of the program, mm-hmm. and uh, he was <laughs> he was talking about how he goes to Sound Tiger games. And I went to one in my life, and I sat behind Halak, the Bruins oh, yeah, goalie, Bruins yeah. goaltender. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, to be honest with you, I, there may have been other players I saw there, but I don't remember. I didn't make a note of it. 
Yeah. No, I Sezika scored a goal in the game I was at. Oh, and I just, yeah, you'll remember that. And I just didn't, uh, you know, I mean, obviously put two and two together for, I think he probably came up that year. Because the Sound Tigers are like, right, you're knocking on the door of the big leagues when you're at the Sound Tigers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I did a good move getting married this time. You're still, it's not too bad. And what's the big biggest games you're missing tomorrow? I mean, except for the fact that it's on Derby Eve. Well, not, really yeah, that's not, fine, though, yeah. But I don't know, are you, are you going away? No, you're not going away until next week, right? No, I'm not so going away until after Labor Day Tuesday. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, 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 I'm not missing anything. Uh, well, t- tomorrow there's no, nothing really big going. I mean, no, not for you personally. I mean, there's oh, couple, no, I there's mean, couple, Yanks Orioles doubleheader. I'll sell that short. Okay. And there's a couple games seven tonight in Jellamar, right? Well, there's one, one, there's one tonight. And then we'll see if the Canucks, what they can do. Oh, tonight's game six for the Canucks. Right, right. So, yeah, so you no, got not really missing too much for it. Like, I'll be away when the football season starts, but. I've always said that that I mean football. I love it. The Thursday night game's awesome, but yeah. I feel like that's kind of a fugazi opening day, and the the Sunday is the real opening day. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, uh, I, I'll be at dinner when that game goes off. I, I don't, I don't really see that as a big loss. Not seeing that. No, no. The, everybody, lo- the beginning of NFL season's great. I mean, if you're home doing nothing, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna not watch it. I'm just saying, not a big well, deal if you can't get in front of the TV. No, you're not. You don't. It's not going to ruin the season if you don't. It's not like a big event. Like we talked about before, you're not going to see good hockey or good football. Oh, God, it's, it's going to be after, yeah. It's after Halloween. <laughs> it's going to be horrendous. It's going to be really bad the first month. It's usually bad, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, getting pumped. I'm fucking psyched for football, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm just. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I. I always get psyched for football. That's pretty much it. Nice hit. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah really, and football is really always, always weird to me to begin with in September because it's still hot out, kind of. It just doesn't yeah. feel right a lot of times. It's still get is that yeah, it's, it's not getting dark early yet. I mean, it is it's earlier than it was two months ago. Yeah, you're wearing you're shorts not, still. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're, yeah, wearing jeans. Jesus Christ, I mean, a lot of action on the net. Yeah, a lot of action. And a lot of action. Swing sticks swinging back and <sighs> to to and fro and. 48 Nothing's to 18 in shots. I mean, that's just recipe I mean, for his, disaster. Yeah, somebody's got to charge the net. Just fucking sneak one in here. Just fucking push one by this fucking guy. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, so yeah, I've been on vacation for a few days, man. I'm like, you know, I go away and I'm like, I got to, you know, kind of keep on top of it. We wanted to do a show, at least before I left. I was like, we got to do a show either uh, Sunday or Monday night. And of course, like nothing, like nothing panned out. It was just like, Busy all the time. It's always with family and shit. It was the whole family, not just me and my three. It was me and extended family. So I'm, I mean, I've been following the Yanks. I like, got my phone. The Islanders, I was following on my phone. Everything else, I am in the dark about. I still haven't really caught up on what's been going on since uh, I left on Saturday. All right. I could try, I could try you. and catch you up. You think you'd do like a quick. You can do like a Bill Pito <laughs> rundown. You can do a sixty and sixty and six. Or Maybe I don't know what sport you want to know about. Uh, okay, well, I know my friends been talking about NBA a lot in uh, in like their group. Te- they're arguing about. I don't even know. What. Like I, just, I'm, <laughs> I feel like new players have been called up and and uh, the the teams that are competing. I've no, I don't even remember them being in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, if you catch me up. I know there's a round two game going on, but there's still some round one 
games happening. Is that right? Yeah, the, that... the uh, Raptors actually were almost about to go down 3 nothing uh, In round one, yeah. No, round two. I mean, round two, yeah, yeah, of and course. They saw, and uh, they pulled yeah. away. I don't know exactly how it went down at the end of the game. I didn't see I saw they won by a point. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jazz blew it up 3-1. As, as we knew, I, I refused to put them ahead. To right. put them across the uh, to the second round, and of course they lost three in a row. Crazy end to uh, the game seven. The D- Denver actually could have ran the clock out or gotten fouled, and they had a fast break and missed the layup, and then and then Conley came down with uh, and missed a three at the buzzer. <sighs> okay, crazy, tough. tough way to end. That was two days ago, three days ago. Yeah, we'll say Thursday. I think that was Tuesday night. Okay, all right. Uh, Rockets won a crazy. Game six, uh, game seven against the Thunder. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Heat are up two zero. I don't know if you saw the way last night's game ended. That was kind of crazy. No, I get, we got home yesterday, and I was like, I haven't, I did not sleep for like since I don't know, I don't know when, two okay. weeks ago, two weeks ago maybe. And last night, <laughs> this guy got home, and I just fucking crashed. Um, actually, I put the TV on last night. And I was going to flip around, but just with the first channel that was on was, do you know a movie uh, named The Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones in it? Oh, yeah. It's called Volcano. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like. And Hage. And Hage was in it. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Looking, looking beautiful, by the way. And, and I, uh, I put it on with all intention of like flipping around. I was like, oh, Volcano. That sounds pretty good. And then I just, I don't, I remember if. I remember Tommy Lee Jones. I remember NH. Uh, Don Cheeto was in it. Um, and then, like, at some point, my wife was, like, shaking my leg, like, we got to go upstairs. And I didn't – I don't remember. Usually, I fall asleep in the couch and turning. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. I said not slept. I, You know, it's that good kind of tired. Like, not when you come home from work and you're tired. God damn it. Yeah, I'm Fucking break away just right into his Short-handed. stomach. It's like they want. It's like they want a game seven. They're going to score here. Flyers going to score here. Yeah, I'm just. I guess this feel, just just feels. This already. feels like it. Uh, that's the kind of shit you feel like the Flyers going to score. But it's like you know, when you come home from work after like a tough a couple of days. You're just like you're just exhausted. You're beat. You laid on the couch, but you don't feel like after vacation. That kind of exhaustion is pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I'll take that. I'll take that exhaustion. It's from doing shit. From having a good time. You know. Right. Of course. Like, I'll take. I'll take. But yeah, that was last night. I was, I was out, so um, I saw I saw the text, but I have no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was well, Heat were actually up six, like late, like forty seconds left or whatever. Okay. And long story short, Butler threw one away, and Milwaukee was down three with the ball. Okay. And they fouled Middleton. Very questionable call. Okay. On a three, I think they called it on Dragics. Yeah. Or in Dragics, whatever. Yep. Very questionable. I think they should have swallowed the whistle. He makes three. All right, so there's a, maybe a second or two left. Yeah. They obviously call timeout, advance the ball. They inbound it to Butler. Butler jump shot for a two. They call a foul with uh, no time left on Giannis. Oh, man. Another very questionable call. Even the letter of the law, it was probably a foul. Yeah. Like Butler let the ball go, was coming down after he let it go, and Giannis kind of touched him. Okay. All right. Which it technically led to the law to foul, but it didn't, yeah, it didn't impact the shot. Last second shot. Right. You don't want to see the nitpicking. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Butler goes to the line with zeros on the clock and rims one in. Like it went like around the rim. <laughs> and he uh yeah, and he makes it. And it just 
it was one of the, I guess the, the right team won, but neither I, I don't think either foul was really necessary. So I guess the right team still won in the Heat. Yeah, it was just yeah. like the ref. I don't know. It just left a bad taste that the refs kind of were the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, I mean, thankfully it wasn't like a deciding game or anything like that. But mm-hmm. and the right team yeah. won. They were up the most of the game, and I don't think they should have necessarily called a foul on Dragic. Uh, okay. It was quite. It was quite. It was questionable. Do- it was funny actually because I'm not a huge Doris Burke fan, but uh, Doris Burke was like arguing with Javi, and that okay. she was calling the game with that weasel Dave Pash, and Pash <laughs> said it was a foul, and then Javi, you know, Javi came out with his fucking mask or wherever he, wherever he was, saying you know it was a foul, and she was like, I have to, I I have to respectfully disagree with you. I was like, I know you've been doing this for 25 years professionally, just. And I was like proud that she stood her ground because I don't think I don't think it was as clear cut as they were making it out to be. <laughs> that weasel, Dave. Pat. Is oh, Dave, he's is a Dave, weasel, man. He, I can't stand he, him. Is he a weasel or is this play weasel on TV? Oh no, I think he's definitely what he appears to be. He gets. I think it's a he gets a free pass because he works with Walt, and that's it, right? Right. It's almost like an odd couple thing, and he gets to play the straight guy. But I think. The way Walton's not necessarily acting, I don't think Dave Patch is doing much acting either. <laughs> you know? I, I, lo- I love it. I love it. And that was big- hey, by the way, that was the beginning of the show. Was a, there's a lot of uh, Thursday night uh, college basketball action. If you remember college basketball from back in the day. Uh, a lot of Pac-12 action, yeah. It was, yeah, Patch and Walton was a go-to on Thursday nights. And uh, Walton was eating peanut butter, you know, by – you know, with his finger out of a jar or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's right back to the beginning. That's where that's where we started. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So, okay. Um, let's see. So, I miss anything else then? Uh, let's see. That was NBA. Yeah. What else did I miss? Uh, let me make sure I got through everything. NBA. You saw the Lakers won, Denver, Clippers. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. Hockey, Tampa beat Boston in five. That's not really nothing to talk about. I guess you didn't really miss much in hockey. The second round is still technically going on. Everything except the lightning is uh, still going on. I Baseball. Saw... Oh, did you see Chapman buzz? What's his face? Yeah, I saw that. And I still uh, – the fucking Yankees, man. Even they can't be tough guys the right way. It pisses me. I feel <laughs> like I, – I feel, I feel like Tampa Bay is pushing the Yankees around, and I don't like it at all. No, I don't like it are. at all. They definitely are. Yeah, I don't like it at all, and uh, it it doesn't make sense. Here's the one. Here's the one good thing about being a Yankee fan, right? You're always it's a, and it's a fucking privilege. Yankee fan, Yankee player, you're always always a team that everybody else is gunning for. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't matter if you're an eighty and eighty team or a hundred and sixty team, right? You're, everybody's always gunning for you because you're wearing the fucking pinstripes. That's a that's a goddamn privilege, and this team doesn't fucking get it. There's a couple <laughs> guys maybe, but to me, this team doesn't fucking get it. They feel like wearing the pinstripes is uh, what, what's what is what's the old saying? It's a it's a, it's not a right. It's a privilege, right? They feel yeah. like it's their birthright. Nah, you're nobody. You guys haven't won fucking shit yet. Not one of you guys has won dick except for Gardner. Who everybody fucking kills because he sucks this year. You know what? The guy's been there for a long time. Yeah. He's won a fucking ring. And there's the last guy. He's a veteran on the team. He's, the last, he's not supposed to be fucking carrying the team. Look to everybody else. Look to Judge who's hurt. Look to Stanton who's hurt. 
Look to fucking Sanchez. We can't get the fucking bat going at all for a hoop going on fucking three years now. <laughs> Everybody else is getting hurt. Glaber, I haven't seen him forever. I'll give DJ a little a pass because DJ is nothing. As far as I'm concerned, he's a nothing wrong as far as I'm concerned. But as a one shit. All right. Uh, everybody fucking Hap, Paxton. All right. Chapman hasn't won a goddamn. And I know Chapman did, but you know what? They, he won a championship despite himself. True. When he Very fucking true. won that championship. And this team is, they, they just, they go out there and, they, and it, it goes back to when they played the Red Sox. Uh, was it two years ago? And they won a game and fe- they won a game. And they're blasting New York, New York. And then they go out and they don't fucking score a run for the rest of the goddamn series. Yeah, they're a fucking bunch. They're a fucking god. They're a goddamn bunch of fucking prima donnas, and they better get their act together, or they get embarrassed by the fucking Tampa Bay goddamn Devil Rays and Kevin Cash. And you don't want that, man. It, it pisses me off. It burns my ass, and I'm fucking sick and tired of having to defend a bunch of fucking pussy asses. And the only one who's got any balls that I could think of is Cole, and he's getting fucking shelled. For Cole standards, at least. Yeah, well, I would say LeMay here, too, to be fair. Le, yeah, LeMay Le just hits. He's a fucking machine. He is, he is. It's very cliche, but he is a machine. Right, the guy's a fucking pro. He goes out there. But again, DJ wasn't brought in there to fucking carry the team. He was brought in there as a piece of the puzzle to be playing to, you know, playing third or fourth fiddle behind guys like Judge and Glaber and, and uh, Stanton and and, Tor- and, uh, and uh, what a fuck. I lost my train of thought. The names I was riding <laughs> off. I'm pissed off at so many goddamn guys. I can't rally up, rally them off fast enough. I'm just, I, I'm, I gotta be honest with you. It's, it's the fact that we're getting pushed around by the Devil Rays is infuriating. No, I mean it's very frustrating, obviously. And that's just by following on. That's just by following on the phone. Sorry to cut you off. Go yeah, on. no, sorry. it's no, it's been frustrating. Obviously, uh, losing two out of three again. I think they're seven and two, or excuse me, two and seven against them on the season. And obviously they followed up with a bad loss tonight against the Mets. Chapman blows it. Britain didn't have a great eighth inning. Uh, so really, it's you know it's been crazy because they obviously haven't been the same team without the injuries, the lineup. But you could really point at a lot of these games and say it hasn't been be, you know because of that that they've been losing games. It's been the pen, you know. Chapman's uh, blown oh. two to the Mets. Jesus Christ, I didn't even mention the fucking pen, man. The best goddamn bullpen in baseball, and nobody can get anybody out. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not great. And, you know, I got Boone has to take a hit here. I know it's easy to kill Aaron Boone. But, you know, you have these games where, uh, you know, Tanaka, these doubleheaders where Tanaka's getting taken out after five innings, and Montgomery's getting taken out, quick hook in the sixth inning against the Mets. And then you got a guy like Michael King, which I think it was maybe – I'm not sure exactly what game was, but he was getting knocked around a little bit. And like a guy like that gets a longer leash because the pen needs a break. And you know, the reason the pen needs a break is because you're pulling your, you know, your big guys, who I would consider Tanaka and Montgomery to be like not big guys, but you know what I mean, like reliable guys. And you're pulling them early. And it's like it's just every, the thing about the thing Come about, on. Sorry, yeah. I don't understand. Sorry. I know. The thing the, the, the thing yeah. The thing about uh, the thing about baseball is each game is intertwined. You know what I mean? The way you use your bullpen, yeah, kind of absolutely. affects the next game. And I feel like the Yankees are kind of uh, kind of being affected by that. And just I don't know, it's frustrating. Obviously, the number one thing is to get healthy for October. 
you know, thank God eight teams make the playoffs. Obviously, they've been killing it all year, but they're probably going to need every one of those spots to get in. Blue Jays yep. are breathing down their neck. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to getting healthy for October, but obviously you wouldn't like what you're seeing right now, even with, uh, even with you know, a spot in the playoffs all but sewn up. Yeah, but even they're in the playoffs, man. They got no chin. Oh, here it is. Uh, uh, it's close. Uh, they have no chin. They, they're just they, – they don't, they don't know – they don't understand how to battle. They can't play from behind because if, if, if they're behind, they're just looking for a three-run dinger. Yeah, and it's easy to do when you're. It's easy to do when you get a couple of those off the bat, but if you're if you're down for nothing, you're just kind of looking for uh, a big blast. You, you're there's, it's easy to kind of not easy, but it's you know easier to pitch around you to fucking dance around your best, you know, home run hitters, and you know this not you need you need multiple ways to win, which this team does not have. No, no, it's not. You know, it doesn't look good right now. I'll say that. I'm not, I mean, I would like to sugarcoat it and say that everything's going to be fine. But uh, even with all the teams getting in, I don't think it looks great right now. Oh, man. No, I don't like it at, at all. I don't like where the Yanks are at at all. No. I mean, who, who in the pen do you trust? It's supposed to be the best bullpen in baseball. I mean, I We've, guess it would have to be Britain. That's it? I mean, that's it. Green, I want to trust, but I, he's been untrustworthy. Right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like like you said, man. Like you gotta be smarter about. You're playing games every goddamn day, doubleheaders twice a week. You gotta be smarter with how you utilize your fucking team, man. It's it Boone Boone is stupid. I'm gonna. It's just it's. That, 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 <laughs> there's no sugarcoating it. It's just being stupid. I don't know what game was. Maybe I don't know if it was before we recorded last, but like you said, Tanaka. It was yeah. 60, 60 pitches. Against Atlanta, that was a doubleheader yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. With, you have a doubleheader. Why, why are you not riding a guy for 100 pitches, 80 pitches? Just fucking send him out there. Yeah you, would think if there, yeah, you would think if there was ever a reason to That's extend gonna... a guy and trying to, give, trying to give your bullpen a rest for the day. Yeah, that, men, that mentality has been following this team around for a few years now. Where it's just about getting through the regular season and getting to the playoffs. And it's not about building a team that can win. It's not about building a team with character. It's not about building a team with any kind of fucking balls. It's just about getting there and then kind of rolling the dice. But that ain't how you win championships, man. You got to win together. You got to fucking struggle together. You got to fucking grind together. They're, but this, that's not what they're doing. They're just building a machine that has... You know, a few guys that can back up the the big guys that can kind of keep the machine moving when they're out, and you know, get you ninety wins or hundred wins or whatever. And hundred wins, nothing to sneeze at. Right. But when you win, when you win hundred the way they do, it's not by dominating; it's by kind of outlasting other teams. And that's not the same thing. That's not how you win championships. You have to have some sort of a domination factor. You got to have some sort of uh, a killer mode which this team has not had for a long time. And I don't know if that last team with Girardi had it, but they were closer than any team since. Yeah, and, no. And definitely correct. any team under Boone. So, yeah, I don't, no. I, don't, I don't blame Boone. I mean, he's part of the problem, but he's not the, he's not the problem. Oh, no, no, no. They have bigger problems than Boone, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know what to make of them. It's just not great right now. Uh, very cool. Oh, there's a penalty. Oh, there's like three penalties on the play. Uh, Is he a penalty shot? No penalty shot. Not a penalty shot. 
right, I don't two know, minutes. I just know that he was fouled like three times. Whatever yeah, you want to call went, it. Yeah, it was. I think he went down on a penalty, and then somebody penalized him on the. Oh, somebody tripped, and then uh, got penalized on the way down on the fall. Oh, lost a stick. Oh yeah, and then a trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a hook. That's one. It's a hook right there. Hook, hook at the blue line. On a trip. A uh, trip well, I mean, in, to in that guy's defense, at, once you commit a penalty, you may as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, you may as well tackle the guy. For, it's for the series. Yeah, no, that's the right move by the Flyers, yeah. scumbags that they are. Right. Well done, scumbags. No, All right, two, four on two. four. All right. Well, the Islanders are headed to double OT. Uh, we have some horses to look at, though, as Tis the Law is going to look to get a different kind of, uh, I don't know, a triple crown this year. With, with winning at Saratoga in between, I feel like that would be even more, I don't know if impressive is the word, but it's going to be historic if he wins. Uh, what's, what's the race that he won at uh, Saratoga? He's, if he wins... He won um, the Travers, right? So if he wins the Travers, and you know, so he so he, so he wins Belmont first, wins the Travers. If he goes and he wins the Derby, and then he's going to have the Preakness in October. Now, if he wins, if he wins this weekend, that's going to be impressive enough as it is winning <clears throat> those three in a row. And if he goes in and wins at the Preakness, uh, winning the Triple Crown with the Travers in between, that's going to be like. I don't know if he's going to be in like secretariat <coughs> stratus stratosphere, but uh, he'll be up there as far as most impressive horses <laughs> of all time. I mean, secretariat was secretariat, right? But he, he right. Tis Law is going to be in the next tier of uh, of horses. Yeah, I'll do one with you. All right, let's go. If you if you insist, I insist. This is the night before your wedding. Uh, <laughs> so. And I'm and I I'll be honest with you I am kind of I don't love Tis the Law because I don't like favorites, um, but I am kind of rooting for him. I mean I will not bet on him, uh, but if he wins I would like to see that opportunity at the Preakness in October. Just I think it'll, you know it'll bring some uh, juice. Exactly, egg, egg exactly. Yeah. Um, but personally, I'll, I will not be betting on him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the uh, at the morning lines right now for these horses. Uh, the second favorite is the horse I may have to go with, only because you know, he's a horse I've I've gone in on and given out on the on the Twitter page. Honor AP. Okay. And yep. It's, it's a. It's a, what do you call it? What do you call the mother, or father, or whatever, the sire. sire. Yeah, the sire is Honor Coach, which is a horse of mine. There's also Max Player, who's in the oh, Derby. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, Max Player came up short in uh, the Belmont and the Travers against Tis the Law. But Honor AP is obviously a 5-1 to one morning line. I've seen it as high as 7-1 to one on the KentuckyDerby.com oh. page, whatever that okay. is. Yeah. Uh, so that, I don't know if that's the current odds or what. So I would look for that horse. And if you're looking for a long shot, I would say uh, South Bend. Right now, it looks like it's it was fifty to one morning line. Right now, it stands at thirty five to one. Uh, just because I like the jockey uh, Tyler Gaffalione. He's been a big one, uh, a guy who's really come through with the uh, you know just popular jockey who's won some. Big That's races. a trainer. Gaffalione's a trainer. No, Gaffalione's a jockey. Uh, Bill Mott is the trainer. The, the fuck. 
All right, this uh, this has it backwards here. <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right, don't go. Hey, listen, don't go to usracing.com. There's a Fugazi site. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, there's a little. Let's go to Twin Spires instead. I don't know what I was doing there. Yeah. Right. Uh, a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot of money to be made on exotics here. I would guess because everybody's a fucking thirty to one favorite here, twenty to one. Yeah, I'm sure some of them will get bet down. I think Honor AP will probably get bet down. It's a popular horse. Honor AP, yeah. I got, I see him here as nine, 9 to 2, 12 to 1, 9 to 2. I mean, but there's only three horses that are under 20 to 1. So yeah, just, I know. Those 16, 17, 18. I feel like this is. Uh, oh, it's a typical derby. It's wide open. You yeah, know, but that's, that's favorite, even worse but... than yeah. I feel like that's even worse than usual, though. Usually, I mean, these are long, long shots. Everybody's a long shot. Yeah, I mean, but these are only the line, the current odds. You know, once once they go off, it'll be uh, a little different. Sure, sure. You know, All some right. of them will some of them will shoot up, but a lot of them will get bet down a little bit. I'm fucking pissed with this Gaffleyon thing. Yeah, Gaffleyon number fucking eight horse South Bend, Bill Mott. Yeah, there's uh, there's not much. It's yeah, it, it, like everything this year. There's not much going as far as storyline. It's just it's, it's basically just, just tis the law, right? I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's just tis the law's dominance right now. Who had an amazing run uh, in Saratoga and and in uh, Belmont. Belmont, yeah, killed it in Belmont. That mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. How much do you look at trainers when you're looking at, uh, at, at races? Are you, I know you're like jockey heavy, but mm-hmm. do you look at trainers at all? Like if Baffer has a guy or pleasure, yeah, you, of course. Give you does it give you a little extra umph to, to, to go towards the horse? Or? Oh yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's definitely a couple guys. Obviously Bob Baffert would be the one, the, uh, number one, he's got authentic, the number 18 horse, which is a morning line of eight to one which yep. is the third favorite right now. So obviously that's a horse you have to look at. And then he's got another horse in there, a thousand words, which is 15 to one. And I've mm-hmm. always, I've always thought, you know, the horse, if you know, the trainer has two or three horses in, you always take the one with the lowest odds. But yeah. I, I have seen a couple of times, like some kooky things happen. So, um, but yeah, I would definitely look at ba- Baffer, obviously Todd Pletcher. I always look at him. He's, he always teams up with Castellano, who's one of the best jockeys. Uh, obviously, they're on a it looks like a thirty to one horse. I don't know if yeah. I would pay too much attention to that horse though. It seems like kind of a long shot, but obviously, you know, I keep an eye on him. Um, that's it. Those are the two guys I look at. Obviously, Bill Mott too, who's on uh, training the number eight horse that I gave out with Gaffalione. He's another one. But yeah, Baffert, Pletcher, Bill Mott. Those are the the, the you know brand names that that I listen uh, that I listen here, out for with these uh, horses. I would probably look at that money moves horse because he's gonna get bet down. He's thirty, like you say, thirty to one. He'll get bet down. Money he's moves, be, yeah. He's gonna be at least half that come uh, Derby Day, and I would uh, also get Soli Volante, who we had, had looked at in the Belmont. Uh, you know, just kind of see he's thirty to one as well. Maybe give him a, a flyer. You know, anything's possible in a, in a race like this. Eighteen horses, and uh, who knows? I, you know, the, given Tisla the outside. As far as he is, and he could, he could just get off. You know, nobody's going to bother him early on, and he can kind of get off uh, to his, at his own speed, and uh, you know, and kind of sway 
towards uh, the rail or, or away if, if necessary and, mm-hmm. and, and pick and pick up where he needs to go. So uh, it's, I feel like it's, I feel like Tizzle is a shoe, a shoe in, but again, we see, like you said, we've seen crazier things, but uh, I think Tizzle is going to take it and he's going to have a triple crown shot come October. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it looks right now. He's obviously a pretty decent sized favorite being three to five. He's probably going to yeah. go off around that, you know, uh, yeah. at least one to one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I obviously would never bet a horse at those odds. So I would obviously take a chance with, uh, you know, the honor AP or like I said, the South Bend, you know, try and find a horse with some decent odds and, uh, you know, just play the exotics, play numbers. Especially when you have all these horses, you have eighteen horses. Right? Or I think one of them may have scratched. King Guillermo, the six horse scratched. Um, oh, is that already? All right. Yeah, I have him. Yeah. as already out. So uh, okay. definitely, I, I think there's going to be some money to be made with some tries. It's just a, a matter of coming up with the uh, combination. What a week! Uh, I mean, for amateur betters, I mean you're a little more than amateur, but for amateur betters like myself. Uh, a little weak in the name game here. Not a lot of great names. Don't like that. Oh, for these horses? No, nah, nothing no special. Yeah, I would like to have a name I could kind of latch on to. You know, if you're, if you're naming, right, I think when you have a few bucks in your pocket, you have responsibility when you name a horse or a boat, you better make it good. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. You ever, if you ever bought a boat, do you have a name in mind for it, or do you haven't thought about that? No, that would be, that'd be a big that'd be a big uh, decision. I think it's tough, man. You like real heavy on the pun. I don't a know. Lot of guys I, have a pun. I don't know if I could go with a pun because everyone's gonna see it and they just. If you have a pun, there you go. There's you there you go. Douche. That's your pun. Everybody's everybody's gonna see this, but C is S E A. Oh, perfect. All right, <laughs> you nailed I, it. I could be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. All right, let's do a quick one. Four overtime uh, starts up again. Salud, man. <laughs> I have a big. I got a tall, tall one. All right, just do what's just just do what's comfortable for you. Don't force it. All right. Nope. No reason uh, to go nuts, man. No pair of pressure here. We need you sharp tomorrow. Yeah. Not really. I'm not that important. Well, you're you gotta be better than King Guillermo, all right? <laughs> no, nah, I'll be there. <laughs> we can't be scratching. Not scratching me, no. <laughs> New York traffic might be my favorite name. New York traffic? NY traffic might be my favorite name. Oh, for the horses. I didn't even see that one. What sure that is uh Oh, 15. 15 horse. It was hidden right. there. Okay. Anything else? I don't really know. 15, Paco Lopez. That's a, that's a, that's a little bit of a brand name. I kind of like Paco Lopez. Yeah? Yeah, he's oh, not sure. a bad. He's one of those yeah. jockeys that you uh, – he's, he's not quite a, a, a staple of like the Saratoga Belmont kind of circle, but I think I see him. He's kind of like a big jockey on the West Coast maybe. He probably always wins when you bet a bigger jockey than him. And only wins when you better bigger jockey than him. There's a lot of guys like that, like uh, Carmooch and uh, uh, there's another guy's escaping my mind right now. But there's another guy. It's ever, whenever I see him, I'm like, I can't bet this guy, and then I'll bet like Castellano or Rosario or somebody like that, and that guy always wins. Yeah, it's like, ah, of course, like he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a renegade. He was suspended in 2019 for dangerous riding at Gulfstream. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so I'm all over NY traffic then. 
And then he got a second suspension, a 60-day suspension that time for uh, almost causing injury to a fellow jockey. So this guy's a heel. I love this guy. Yeah, that might be your horse, NY Traffic. Yeah, I mean, all right. It's it's settled. There's going to be a few bucks on him at least. Yeah. We'll see. All right, excellent. Uh, All right, man. Well, uh, shit, what else we got for tonight? Why was that tonight on on, uh, this one uh one once a week sp here <laughs> i don't know that's uh let's see let's see if we can get a score of that uh basketball game i just got a text the clips are clicking oh wow means. they're up 18 okay there you go yeah i just the uh what's his name he just feels like he finds a way man Kawhi. Kawhi, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, he is. Uh, uh, he's he's great. Yeah, it's he's like the next incarceration of uh, Duncan, where he's just bland but does everything right. He's a little more exciting than Duncan, a little bit, yeah, but not much. But uh, just does everything right and dominates, and and uh, he he gets like no respect. Everybody talks about everybody else in the league, right? We talks about every other superstar in the league. Uh, Jonas and uh, LeBron and Davis. This guy just goes about his business and dominates whenever he's on the floor. It's crazy. No, yeah, he's unbelievable. And he's like very old school in a sense where he's like a mid-range jumper guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rise up above the rim when he has to, yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, speaking of which, the, the Rockets last night, I don't know if you have you have you followed at all that you know Chris Paul took a little bit of a shot at James Harden on Twitter. So, uh, I no, I I, think I saw like in passing did not expand on it myself. No, uh, he sounded like a subtle tweet about how some guys were built for the playoffs and some guys weren't. And I just feel like Chris Paul. Chris Paul said that. Yeah. Maybe he's being maybe it's just like a, re- a reflective tweet. Yeah, I know. Looking, yeah, look, looking in the mirror, trying to look at himself. It, that's maybe it's, like the, it's a State Farm guy. Maybe it's the new Chris Paul looking at the old Chris Paul, being like, you know what, some guys just aren't built for the playoffs. Maybe the new Chris Paul is who, which is uh, what's his name anyway. Maybe he's built for the playoffs. Who's Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro. Oh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe the new Chris Paul is built for the playoffs, but not the old Chris Paul. So maybe next year we'll get some action with uh, the Thunder. Mm-hmm. With the new Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Chris Paul had a lot to say and didn't really back it up. Yeah, for the past 12 years, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And Harden actually, although he was terrible last night in Game 7, which is just typical, he did have a big defensive stop at the end of the game, I will say that. Which is atypical. Wow. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Wait, wait, so, wait, so Paul called him out before the game? And then... Yeah, he called him out. Uh, it might have even been before game six. I don't even know. Or five. Might, it was like middle of the series. You should not be able to tweet if you're in the playoffs. If you're Once the playoffs, once the first tip of the playoffs starts, you should not be able to tweet. Didn't LeBron used to take the playoffs off from social media? Oh, God, I don't even know. I think he did. And that's a great move. That's a great move by anybody who wants to be a champion. Just it really take is, it off. man. Why would, you Just lock wait in. Your, why would you want to waste your time on Twitter if you're even, – even, 
even when you're not in the playoffs, if you're like a professional athlete, I don't know why you'd want to wait your time. But it's true, especially yeah. during the playoffs. I mean, there's no reason. And even more so in the bubble, it's just easy to get distracted by anything. What are you doing running your mouth on fucking Twitter? I mean, if I was in the bubble, all right, it's easy for me to say if I was in the bubble what I would do. But if I was in the bubble, I would spend my – I'd be like Mike, man. I would be in a golf course. You know, I'd pay 18, and I'd be competitive. I'd be gambling. Just keep my competitive juices flowing. Just want to keep winning. Cards, if I'm off day, so off day – Playing golf in the morning, cards in the afternoon, watching hoops at night. Yeah, on a game on a, on a game day, I'll play golf in the morning. I'll play hoops in the afternoon. Like, I'm just keeping it going, man. I just want to keep playing, keep my juices going, keep the winning mentality going. Kick your asses. I don't care if we're playing bagel out back. If we're not playing golf, I'll play bagel. I'll play fucking horseshoes. Whatever you got, whatever you got to do in the bubble to keep you fucking primed, keep your eye on the prize, eye of the tiger, all that kind of shit. Don't fucking be on Twitter, Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. How's he not learned that yet? He's fifty years old. Have you not learned that yet? Chris? He's been around a while. He's like thirty-five. Jeez, I was close. Been been around a while. Yeah, I don't know. Paul is just. I I've never liked Chris Paul. Obviously, Harden has his flaws too, but um, it was tough. Like I don't know. I I was kind of rooting for the Rockets, but that was only because I want to see them play the Lakers. But like you just know they're not beating the Lakers. No, you just no. know, man. It's like, and that's like the aggravating thing about the Rockets. They won't get just, swept, though. No, they won't get swept. They'll they'll probably be just good enough to make you think, like, oh, maybe, maybe they could win. <laughs> like, but they won't. Like close in Game Six, but lose, and that's it. Like not like yeah, or, or steal or, Game One. Right, right, right. To right, make right, you right. think. Or, or make it to a game six and like look good, but then get smoked in game six. Yeah, and it's not being. Yeah, I know that's, that's the exact team they are, man, for sure. And it's frustrating because I want to see them. You know, I want to see like there's no reason on paper that they shouldn't be able to force a game seven. No reason they shouldn't be able right, to go seven yeah. games. The Lakers, the Lakers aren't anything special. As good as they are, and the Rockets it's, should be able to compete with them. Oh, it's really just game planning for Davis and LeBron. That's and it. just have, having a guy in Davis. I mean, not again, not that it's easy to beat these teams, but having a guy just kind of facing up on Davis and have a guy that's willing to get in front of LeBron. That's, I mean, that's kind of this beginning to the key to beating the Lakers. That's it, yeah. I mean, it's easier said than done, but that's that's the game plan. That's the blueprint. Yeah, I'm not pretending like we're uh, Red Hour back and Pat Riley talking over here, but yeah, that's the beginning of it, yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, Eric Spolstra, if you're listening, you want some young, uh, hungry, inexperienced talent, give us a call. We'll, figure, we'll, we'll be there for you. Or in that case, Steve Nash. You need somebody to be – you know what? I don't want to be for the Nets. I don't want to be – I don't want guys like Durant and Kyrie Irving pushing me around. No, yeah, yeah. You'll, you won't last very long. No. But you have to do a that, lot of ass kissing to keep that yeah, job. No, I don't, yeah, I won't be there. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but I think Nash, again – Probably the easiest hire in the league might have been the coach of the Nets because it was just a guy who's going to make those two guys happy for a couple of years, and Nash is probably that guy. Nash had explained. Oh yeah, they as, obviously as, got the stamp of approval, and there's no right, way those, yeah. that Steve Nash doesn't get hired without Durant giving the thumbs up. Right. Well, he worked with Durant in Golden State for a year or two, right? And uh, they have a relationship to back up on, and I mean. Nash is a basketball genius. 
I mean, we've seen what he did on the court was, uh, I don't know, it was phenomenal. It was, it was, it was as unique of a game as there is um, in the past, you know, couple of decades. Uh, different story uh, when he's coaching a team. If obviously there's there's uh, expectations and the ball's not in his hands. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do when he's helming a couple of the biggest divas in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think his job is going to be kind of, the, not, I guess, coddle them is the word. He's going to be there Manage to their them. egos. Manage their egos. Be sure they're, they remain happy. Be sure that they're in a place. Jesus Christ, this team. Mm. Sorry. Islanders still knocking on the door. 51 shots. Uh, the 25s are doubled up on the shots. No, and uh, still tied up. Unbelievable. Uh, yep. But yeah, so you're there, he's got to manage egos. But, I, you know, a name as big as Nash, I saw somebody call it like Kid 2.0, but I don't think that's. The yeah, same. It, kid, does remi- it does remind me a little of Kid. Nash and Kid, though, personality wise, are so. Obviously. Oh, yeah, that's different. Yeah, obviously. That's, I, I think it was more the inexperience. Yeah, but a lot of guys are inexperienced that that coach, right? I mean, Jesus Christ! Uh, I mean, like, uh, sorry, a little skirmish to the net, fighting for it. No, nothing's mean, going up. We got refs pointing. Seven, know, seven, seven guys in the crease. There's a lot. There's plus, a there's a plus, squirmish. Plus three, plus three referees. All right, getting guys up there. Uh, one guy's up. Clutterbuck's moving out of there. Looks like, looks like no goal. We're Hopefully hoping. no goal. Nice, nice save there. there. Another save. Another save. Uh, that was a stick. I think I saw it. Hope that was a stick. I saw it go go past the red line there. There we go. This will get was there's a stick I saw. There's both. There's the sticks I saw. Skates going in. He's covering up. He's covering up. Oh shit! No, uh, I don't think I don't think that went in. Oh, oh. Pelag. No, Pelag made a nice move. In. No, yeah. diving into the crease. That guy Pelag does not want a game seven. No, I love it. <laughs> oh, that was an awesome Pelag might have saved. I mean, oh shit! There it is. Yeah, it was Pelag. Man, that. The, so the puck was. Sl- Oh shit! Nope, never oh, went no, in. It was Rolamov. All right. Well, well, no, but it's still Pelic. Yeah, Pelic got Pelic got that. Pelic got there with body in the way. So hey, it's happened? like it's like football. You know what I mean? Guy got to get on the ground for it. NBA yeah. first guy on the floor. You got sometimes you got to get the uniform dirty. Yeah, Rolamov stopped it with his toe, which was go was going was right there at the red line, sliding back up his pad away, and Pelic just dove in head first and knocked it away. That was, I mean, let's. Let's go! <laughs> Christ Almighty! Uh, yeah. So, uh, as far as I don't know where we were, where we even left it off with Nash and the Nets, but uh, he just he just needs to. Uh, nobody's going to shut these guys up, unfortunately. But he's going to uh, create like a team environment where they can do whatever shit they need to do and show up to the court and dominate. I think that's the goal. Is to let them be, you know, flat earthers. Let them be the <laughs> the uh, bru- the peach superstar who just bruises easily whenever anybody says shit about them. And but that's fine as long as they 
they do that on their outside time. They come in and they have to be uh, part of the team. I mean, Nash is like one of the most unselfish MVP, unselfish two-time MVPs of all time. Uh, it's it's um, it's a good fit as far as uh, a mentality kind of that might go opposite of what those two guys are used to. Does that make sense to you? Like, where no, it does. Is? It does. I mean, and like I said, obviously, he must have gotten, oof, he must have gotten the stamp of approval from at least one of those guys, right? At least Durant. Well, the, like I said, he was on that staff, right, in Golden State. Yeah, he did something a, with that, right? A year, yeah, a year or two. I don't know if he, yeah, I don't know if it was on the bench or whatever, but he was with Golden State, so Durant definitely gave the okay on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that would worry me is the last thing Nash was doing was working with Bleacher Report analyzing soccer. Eh. A little inexperienced. Well, like, there's a lot of guys, though, that were on. Like, did Kerr ever coach before? Was he coaching? Was uh, uh, He was a GM, I believe. Wasn't he the GM of the Suns? Right, yeah, right, you were right. Um, I don't think he was a – I don't know if he ever coached the Suns, though. There's a lot of guys who come in experience that just have the – the court knowledge and the court experience that helped them be a good coach. I think that was the, that was the hope with kid. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's, there's a few guys. I, like, I, saw, I saw somebody mention that like, if Chauncey Billups was a coach tomorrow, you would not be surprised. Yeah. And Nash feels like that same kind of thing. He was just a court general. He was a coach on the court when he was playing. And same thing with Chauncey. They were just they, – they had that – they could run the team – with the ball in their hands, and it feels like it. Like a cat, a good like catchers always make good managers. Not always, but catchers make good managers in baseball because they kind of see the game differently. And same thing with next level point guards. And Nash is that kind of next level point guard. Yeah, was it Magic Johnson a horrible coach though? Terrible coach. Terrible yeah. coach. <clears throat> yeah, so and then know. but but there's no, yeah right. But there's a certain level of superstar also where your ego gets in the way. And the second you see any kind of failure that or them not living up to your expectations that it, 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 it it's out of your hands and you can't like Ted Williams is never a good coach because nobody <laughs> ever live up to his. Or the oh yeah. No, he, that's obviously the old adage that great players don't make good GM yes. managers. Yeah. Right. So it takes, it takes not just right. If you're going to be a great point guard, um, that's a good coach. It takes a different kind of uh, mentality, and I mean, I don't know if Nash has it. I'm hoping, obviously, as a Net fan, that he does. Um, but it adds, like I said, like we said before, it, it adds to the, uh, you know, the joyless factor of it. Like now, it's just, just you know, anything less than a Finals appearance is going to be a failure. Of course, uh, yeah, and, and it's going to be over in like three year, in three years. It's going to be over, and we're going to be a shitty team again. And Nash yeah, it's be, a small yeah. window. And Nash is going to be on the last year of his contract playing, you know, with uh, a shell of a team that he had uh, looking for his next job or getting fired, basically. So, yeah, enjoy it, guys. <laughs> fun. <laughs> I mean, it's not be fun for me. I can't imagine how fun it's going to be for the guys in the court. Unless they go out and win 73 games. Right. That would be a different story, obviously. Right. But I wouldn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. No, no. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably going to backfire and not work out. That would be my prediction. <laughs> that's just I mean, as real as I could be. Absolutely. No, you're – yeah, that's kind of – I think we all feel the same way. All right. Well, 
you know, we got eleven twenty five left in second OT here, at Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Should, you want to watch a few minutes here and just kind of watch, not commentate, but just watch and go along instead of doing the after show. Yeah. Uh, just kind of run it from here. Yeah. No after show. This is the show. This is the show. So this okay, is the so, after show. All right. So follow us at Sunday Poor uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And giving us pictures and carrying our social media side of things for uh, six days now. Uh, it'll be up to me, I guess, when he goes away to pick up his slack, which I will be awful at. Uh, but I'll do my best. And, <laughs> or, or which means not doing anything at all. Uh, but follow us there. And uh, I'm not going to the outro right now. We're going to keep going here with 1035. Next, uh, Islanders in the zone. Shit's a fucking bad omen. Islanders in the zone. Uh with uh, the Flyers coming back the other way. All right. Ah, uh, shit. Nice stop there. Yeah, I mean, can we just... It's just ridiculous. This, 52 uh, to 28 in shots. The Islanders have... I, am, I have been fired up about the Islanders, though, man. I mean, even though with, I have been, too. It's just... This is aggravating. Fucking playoff it, hockey. There's a game that they barely had the first shot. I'm so... Or a bit the first goal was that uh, game four. Where I think it was Nel- when game four Nelson had two goals. Bailey had a goal. Uh, early um, on. Maybe, maybe it was maybe it was last game they ended up losing. Bailey, it. here it Nelson. is. Let's go. Let's go. Ah, oh, god damn it! That was a good two, a three on two shot. It was a three on to two the, to the glove side? Stopped. I'll come on, whip it around, shot on net. Nope, block, stop, stop short. Block. Back to the night. Uh, both teams changing. Oh, here come. Oh, here come the Islanders. Only half to change. <laughs> oh, no, nobody's home. And here come the flood. Oh, stop by defenseman. This cannot be uh, reproduced at the written consent, the express written consent of uh, National Hockey yeah. League and Gary Batman. Yeah, we and, can't uh, do play by. I can't do play by play anyway, so I don't think they're have anything to worry about. No, nah, I mean I don't, don't have to. Hockey, on the court. Jesus, ridiculous. Yeah, no, hockey's the toughest one to do, I think. Oh, by a mile. I think they're all tough, except well, if you're doing radio, I would say they're all tough, except uh, you know baseball. Baseball, you could probably kind of like lean into. Baseball, you just need to have a little, not a little bit. You have to have a lot of background in the game, so you, you got to be able to talk about anything. Within the last thirty years, at least of the game, yeah. so you can always, you can kind of reference shit uh, in the lulls. Um, hockey's got to be you got to know every name, and they're oh. all like Russian names and stuff, and it's tough. Uh, and you have to know everybody by the jersey number, basically, which is impossible. But, it is impossible. Um, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I really think I could do like a baseball play by play. And then I think baseball, basketball, I could do. Football, I couldn't do. And hockey, I definitely couldn't do. I think baseball is the only one I could do. No, basketball is a distant second. Yeah, no, no, I definitely couldn't do basketball. Basketball is tough, too. No, Baseball is the only one I could really paint a picture. Basketball is a little bit easier because to me – Maybe it's because I know the game a little better than hockey, but and they're both fast, but it moves a touch slower to me because I understand it a little more than I understand hockey. Oh, yeah, you do basketball. 
Yeah, hockey moves pretty fast. Hockey is nonstop. Hockey moves definitely faster than. uh, I mean, basketball moves pretty fast these days, but it's it's a little bit more controlled than hockey. Hockey is just chaos. I think you could do. Yeah, you have to be quicker than obviously than baseball, but uh, you know we should do that one. We should we should try. We should put a game on, and we won't call entire game. We should call like uh, an inning. A baseball inning, like I'll do like the home half play by play. You do the away half or whatever, like one like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, yeah, just do an inning. We, you know, just just to do it. That'll be like a show, <laughs> just for fun. And see, basketball will be a little tougher, but I would no, yeah, that too. basketball will be really hard. Baseball, I could definitely do. Yeah, let's do that. Well, let's, that'll be a night. We we do that one night, either as as part of an after show or or something, just to do it. I think we'd be pretty good baseball wise. That we would kill baseball. I, I almost, I almost have no doubt we'd be good at baseball. Oh yeah, baseball. Yeah, I've seen enough baseball in order to do that. Piece of cake. Football. The only reason I don't think I'd be good at football is because it's like I don't have the intimate knowledge of it, the formations, and I don't know. I still don't. As much as I love football, I don't know like what to exactly watch in every play. You know what I mean? Like the blocking schemes and stuff like that. I got, like when I see a, a formation, I don't know exactly what I'm looking. Oh God, <clears> damn it! <throat> that uh, put a stick under his armpit, man. Get a shot on that at least. Um, maybe that's just me. I don't. I don't know how you feel because you, you're, you're like a Madden guy, but yeah, old Madden, right? Like I feel like the new Madden player. Oh, just losing it in front of the net. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> uh, but like new Madden guys, they have, I mean, didn't, uh, what's his name from the Rams, like learn the game on Madden? McVay? Yeah. Is that true? I, I thought it was like a big part of his. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Nuts. Just nuts. Which explains, you know, winning one year and then all of a sudden everybody adjusting to them and not having anything to turn back on. Right, I mean, like if you're in Madden, you could just fucking keep doing the same thing over and over again in franchise mode. Nobody's gonna fucking adjust. But in the real world, they're like, all right, this team only does this shit. This is how they were on Monday night. Or was it Monday night football when they're in Mexico City? It was two years ago. Yeah, against the Chiefs. And they went toe to toe with the Chiefs, and now I couldn't imagine putting up 35 points against anybody, let alone yeah, the Chiefs. I don't know how. I don't know how that happened. They were yeah, they were a juggernaut. Uh, for a season, but the whole the league caught up to them, which you can do in Madden and win seven Super Bowls, but you can't do it in the real world, man. So, uh, Mc, <laughs> McVay. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what to make of McVay. I mean, this is a big year for him in my mind. You know, Super Bowl, you be, go to yeah. the Super Bowl and then you come off and kind of lay an egg. Would they go 8 8 last year, whatever it was, 9 and 7? This is a big year for him. Yeah, for sure. This is a this is a real deal year for him. Yeah, because he was a, t- a talk of the town, Mister Big Shot. He uh, was. Yeah, he, everybody wanted to emulate him for a year. That's what pisses me off about sports in general. Not pisses me off, but it just, um, just confuses me about it. Like everybody kind of latches on to the fad of the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh wow, he's winning like this, but like two years ago, it wasn't like that. So in two years from now, who's to say it's going to be like that? Or five years? Like, just find the way that you can win and set the standard. 
I talk about it all the time, just being like on the show. You know, don't say weird all the time because everybody's saying it's fucking weird. Be a fucking original. Find out what works out for your team. Don't just be like, oh, well, this guy does this, spread offense and all whatever bullshit. This is the only way to win. No, it's not the only way to win. There's a thousand ways to win. Find out the, find out the way that your team could win. Don't model your teams after other winning teams. Model your teams after the personnel you have. Yeah, it's like in, in the NBA with the Warriors. You know, what I mean, everyone trying to shoot threes, and I know that's the Absolutely. way. The, I know that's the way that the game is kind of gone. But you know, I don't know if it, trying to fight fire with fire isn't always the best way. You know, the, the Warriors are great at that. Maybe you don't necessarily have to uh, try and beat them with. Uh, with a barrage of threes, you're kind of uh, pissing into the wind doing that. Yeah, they're going to beat you. They're better at you at that. Right, right. You they're got a thousand percent better exactly, at you than that. Exactly. Yeah. So find a way to stop them and then win the way that you that you can win. That the best way to win for your team. Mm-hmm. And not that like every team's going to compete with them, but you know, compete the best way that gives your team the best shot to win. That's so, it. Yeah, that's like that always miffs me about sports. Like, why is why is there a flavor of the moment? Why don't teams like? I mean, maybe it's a bad example because never won shit. I mean, won the most games of all time, but never won anything outside of that. But Nelson, Donnie Nelson, was always. I'm sorry, Donnie Nelson's his kid, but Don Nelson, oh, yeah. he was kind of ahead of his time with this kind of you know run and gun type stuff, and you know shoot. I don't know if you have like a name for it, like uh, D'Antoni, but you know, shooting under eight seconds and just kind of get up and then the court and score. Who was he coaching um, when he did that? Did he coach the uh, the Warriors back in the day? Uh, Warriors Mavericks. Yeah. Right, so he was, he had like, I think it was like the kid Mavericks, right? Like kid and Jamal and Jimmy Jackson, Jamal Mashburn, Jim Jackson. I think it was that team. Was it? And, 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 the, and the, well, yeah. The, and the Warriors with like Spreewell, right? Cause he choked them out. <laughs> right. No, that was PJ. Oh, PJ. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So he's before. He was before that. Was he uh, the run DM? The run TMC? I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Ninety two. I got. I got Warriors. Yeah. So and he was doing that long before, you know, it was a fad. That come on. Oh my God, man. Bailey, ba- Bailey, nice setup in the middle of the ice. Was that Barzal the shot? I don't know who it was, but uh, come on. There you go. One time. Oh, how are you giving that puck away? This is bad news, man. Here come the flyers. Yeah, see, I can't do. Oh, Fuck. shit. God damn it. There it is. Is that Giroux? That wasn't Giroux, was it? All right. Oh, that's that. All right, well, do this brown for you? Yeah. You have anything left? Well, <laughs> all right, Lady, look, hey, big win tomorrow for you and a big win on Saturday for the Let's go. That's it. Salud. All right.